0: AS GOOD AS A PLAY By Horace E. Scudder From The Wit and Humor of America, Volume 4 This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org Recording by Dale Grothman AS GOOD AS A PLAY By Horace E. Scudder There was quite a row of them on the mantelpiece. They were all facing front, and it looked as if they had come out of the wall behind, and were on their little stage facing the audience. There was the bronze monk reading a book by the light of a candle, who had a private opening under his girdle, so that sometimes his head was thrown violently back, and one looked down into him, and found him full of brimstone matches. Then the little boy leaning against the greyhound. He was made of parian, a very fine parian, too so that one would expect to find a glass cover over him. But, no, the glass cover stood over a cat, and a cat made of worsted, too. Still, it was a very old cat, fifty years old, in fact. There was another young person there, young like the boy leaning on the greyhound, and she, too, was a parian. She was very fair in front, but behind. Ah, that is a secret which is not quite time yet to tell. One other stood there, at least she seemed to stand, but nobody could see her feet, for her dress was so very wide, and very finely flounced. She was the china girl that rose out of the penwiper. The fire in the grate below was of soft coal, and flashed up and down, throwing little jets of flame up that made very pretty footlights. So here was the stage, and here were the actors, but where was the audience? Oh, the audience was in the armchair in front. He had a special seat. He was a critic and could get up when he wanted to, when the play became tiresome, and go out. It is painful to say such things out loud, said the boy leaning against the greyhound with a trembling voice. But we have been together so long, and these people round us will never go away. Dear girl, will you, you know? It was the Parian girl that he spoke to, and he did not look at her. He could not. He was leaning against the greyhound, and only looked at the audience. "'I'm not quite sure,' she coughed. "'If, now, you were under the glass case—' "'I am under the glass case,' spoke up the cat made of Worsted. Marry me. I am fifty years old. Marry me, and live under a glass case.' Shocking, she said. How can you? Fifty years old, too. That would indeed be a match. Marry, muttered the bronze monk, reading a book. A match. I am full of matches, but I don't marry. Folly. You stand up very straight, neighbor, said the cat made of worsted. I never bend, said the bronze monk, reading a book. Life is earnest. I read a book by candle. I am never idle. The cat, made of worsted, grinned to himself. You've got a hinge in your back, said he. They open you in the middle. Your head flies back. How the blood must run down! And then you're full of brimstone matches. hee <laughs> he And the cat, made of worsted, grinned out loud. And the boy, leaning against the greyhound, spoke again, and sighed. I am a parian, you know and there is no one else here a parian except yourself and the greyhound said the parian girl yes and the greyhound he said eagerly he belongs to me come a glass case is nothing to it we could roam oh we could roam i don't like roaming then we could stay at home and lean against the greyhound no said the parian girl i don't like that why i have private reasons what no matter i know said the catmate of worsted i saw her behind she's hollow she's stuffed with lamplighters he <laughs> he and the cat mate of worsted grinned again i love you just as much said the steadfast boy leaning against the greyhound and i don't believe the cat go away said the parian girl angrily you're all hateful I WON'T HAVE YOU." "'Ah!' sighed the boy, leaning against the greyhound. "'Ah!' came another sigh. It was from the china girl raised out of the penwiper. "'How I pity you!' "'Do you?' he said eagerly. "'Do you? Then I love you. Will you marry me?' "'Ah!' she said. "'But—' "'She can't,' said the cat made of Worsted. "'She can't come to you. She hasn't got any legs.' i know i'm 50 years old i never saw them never mind the cat said the boy leaning against the greyhound but i do mind the cat she said weeping i haven't it's all penwiper do i care he said she has thoughts said the bronze monk reading a book that lasts longer than beauty she has a solid behind and she has no hinge in her back, grinned the cat, made of worsted. Come, neighbors, let us congratulate them. You begin. Keep out of disagreeable company, said the bronze monk, reading a book. That's not congratulations, that is advice, said the cat, made of worsted. Never mind, go on, my dear, to the parrying girl. What? Nothing to say? Then I'll say it for you. Friends, may your love last as long as your courtship. Now I'll congratulate you. But before he could speak, the audience got up. You shall not say a word. It must end happily. He went to the mantelpiece and took up the china girl, rising out of the penwiper. Why, she has legs after all, he said. They're false, said the cat-made of worsted. They're false. I know it. I'm fifty years old, and I've never seen true ones on her." The audience paid no attention, but took up the boy leaning against the greyhound. "'Ha!' said the cat-maid of Worsted. "'Come. I like this. He's hollow. They're all hollow. (laughs) He-he-he. Neighbor Monk, you're hollow. (laughs) He-he.' The cat-maid of Worsted never stopped grinning. The audience lifted the glass case from him and set it over the boy leaning against the greyhound and the china girl rising out of the penwiper. be happy he said happy said the cat made of worsted happy still they were happy the end of as good as a play by horace e scudder